0: Hey everybody! Thank you for joining us today on Real Tea Check. Thank you for watching our show. If you're liking the content, you're liking the show. Please make sure to share us with your friends, follow us, download us. We're on iTunes, Amazon Music, Spotify, YouTube, and right here on Facebook. So we really appreciate the audience, and we really appreciate your support. We are in our series right now where we're talking about. What happens with the home purchase from start to finish? Uh, last week, we talked a lot about due diligence, what uh, or I'm sorry, contingencies, and what happens in the contingencies periods and what they mean and everything about that. Well, today we're going to talk about one of those contingencies specifically, which is due diligence. And one of the big things that happens during due diligence is your home inspection. So we have our home inspector here today to talk to us about what happens with the home inspection, what you can expect from it, of course, why it's important. Why do you even need a home inspection, which you do need one? So we're going to discuss that and uh, just dig a little bit deeper into that topic. So Josh. Josh Levitt is with Triple S Inspections, a local family-owned inspection company here in Las Vegas. And he is going to talk to us today about what happens here and what happens during the home inspection. So thank you for joining us, Josh.
1: Thank you for having me, Trish.
0: Okay, so Josh, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Um, so I have about 20 years plus in the uh, home building construction industry um wore uh, many hats in uh, my time worked for home builders uh, investment firms property management companies uh, commercial companies um, been inspecting for a couple years started my own company uh, last year okay. and um, it's, it's quite fun and' it's a it's a it's a nice job
0: yes I I really think that it is very important and a great quality that you do know have a background in home building and home construction. That's so important out of an inspector, because any inspector can go through a house and look at things, but you know that on your checklist, it might not be okay, but you don't really know why or cannot explain to the buyers what that means or what it would take to repair that issue or fix that issue. But having a background in home construction can make you more knowledgeable for that, which is a huge value to the buyers.
1: Yeah, you are correct. I actually kind of enjoy going over what needs to be done, um, uh, tips and, uh, you know, little tricks of the trade. If something is a minor defect, it just needs some uh, like an adjustment for it to work properly or something that could be a major issue down the road um, or just prevent over homeowner maintenance. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, uh, you know, just little things, uh, doors need adjustment. I'll show them how to adjust the door real quick so now the door will actually latch or uh, maybe sealing around, like, sinks or something like that to prevent moisture intrusion. Um, explain to them the different types of uh, caulking that's used for that. Um, right. Some people don't really realize that in a uh, wet area, you need to basically use a siliconized-based uh, caulking, uh, kitchen and bath, like a mold, uh, mildew-resistant caulking, um, or, you know, like... Uh, how to clean a window so it opens properly so in case of an emergency you can get out so just little things like that or if someone needs to you know they ask a question is this you know could this be a major issue um, how is this built and you know like i said i, I spent uh, basically my whole life on a job site so um, i built houses basically from the ground up from uh, doing electrical work to working for a home builder as a superintendent um, flipped houses during uh, you know the recession for an investment firm um, so, yeah, I, I got a little bit of experience in that and I kind of enjoy uh, showing people, um, you know, the uh, the ropes around it. You know right. I mean?
0: That knowledge is so valuable, especially buyers that don't know anything about, you know, about homes, about how things work. So that's very important. You know, it's um, not every home inspector out there has that kind of background or has that knowledge. You know, they'll, they'll tell you basic things about what you need to do, but they won't really tell you what it means or what it could cause or what that issue, you know, if that issue is serious or, or not serious. So it's very great to have a knowledgeable home inspector that knows about the components of the home and has a background in construction. So tell us about your company, Triple S Inspections.
1: So Triple S Inspections is a uh, family-owned and operated company here in the Las Vegas Valley. Uh, we you know, emphasize in safety, um, that's probably my main priority when I inspect a property. Um, and then after that would be like, you know, looking for any kind of structural defects, um, typical homeowner maintenance things, any kind of minor defect that could lead to a major defect, which would be like, uh, let's say, uh, roof flashing that's not, uh, not there or not correctly installed or damaged, um, a leaky pipe under, under a sink. Uh, maybe uh, a form of moisture intrusion coming from doors or windows. Um, and then back to the safety aspect, obviously um, any kind of safety issues that could hinder a um, uh, financing, you know, mm-hmm. like a garage fire door that needs a self-closed, self latch which we see it- All the time. All the time. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, uh, banks won't loan on it. The VA deal won't go through unless that's adjusted and fixed. Uh, maybe working smoke detectors that aren't uh, past their expiration date uh, straps on a hot water heater. Right. Yep. Yeah. We um, see those
0: a lot of times too. Those, those straps are, um, you know, if you don't have them, you better put them on. Cause if your buyer's going to do financing, they will get tagged.
1: Yes, yes ma'am. Yeah. So, but yeah, like, um, you know, it's basically Triple uh, triple inspections is, you know, focused as a family owned operated company. And we, um, you know, my wife basically runs the office and okay. I run the inspections um, we did uh, name our company after my three daughters, our three daughters. Oh, So that's I the, didn't know that. Yeah, so that's the triple S because all three of them are named uh, with S's. And so, like I said, it's, it's a, it's a family-focused uh, uh, company.
0: That's very awesome. That's very awesome. And, and, and I love your family. So <laughs> well, thank you. I am very, uh, very happy to hear that. And uh, what... What services do you buy to provide? Of course, we know you provide home inspections, but there's different types of services you can add on to a home inspection and different types of inspections you do. So, what services are those that you have?
1: Um, obviously, a residential home inspection uh, focused for the buyers. Um, I also offer a pre listing inspection for the sellers. So, um, Let's talk
0: a little bit about that. What is a pre listing inspection?
1: Um, it's the same the same format as a, you know an inspection for a buyer, but um, it's basically a fix-it list or something that's going to get called out from the inspector for the potential buyers. Um, ground fault circuit interrupters not working, again, the fire door, just stuff. Basically everything that I would inspect for a buyer, but now the seller's got a fix-it list, honey to-do list, or however how you want to say it, uh, prior to listing their house. So then they, hopefully the transaction runs smooth and there's not a... Uh, Uh, a big issue with the with the buyers that could potentially be a deal breaker right Right.
0: one of the biggest things that a seller does not want to happen is get into contract get into the due diligence and find out about an issue that they really weren't aware of but it gets uncovered during the home inspection and now yes that can cost you money you could lose your buyer there's all different types of things that could happen finding that out ahead of time and addressing it is a lot more security on the seller side too. So home inspections are not just for buyers and sellers can have that done as well. So that's a great service. What other services do you have?
1: Uh, new home construction uh, inspections, which is more of a fit and finish, I like to say, uh, inspection. So do a lot of blue taping. Um, that's the only time I really note cosmetic things. Um, I'm basically there as an extra set of eyes, the third party inspector um, for you as the buyer, buying a new home from uh, you know a builder. Um, but I have found major defects in, uh, new homes too. Really? Yeah. There's, uh, sometimes, um, issues with, uh, the, the trust system or insulation issues. Um, people are blown away when they hear stuff like that or something not working properly. Um, HVAC system not working properly. Every step of the way during the building process is signed off by the city official, but sometimes stuff does get missed and yeah. it's the nature of the beast, especially when it's a boom, boom, um. Uh, you know multiple phases at once superintendents are kind of overwhelmed don't walk their houses as much whatever the case may be so um, there are issues Uh, typically on a new home it's more of a fit and finish I make sure that what you are paying x amount of money for is what you're getting Um, and like I said it's always nice to have an extra set of eyes on on a new home Um, some people don't even realize Uh, you know like the different sheens of paint and then so they move in the house and all of a sudden the wall's all flashy because the paint you know the paint contractor did touch up with semi-gloss on a flat wall or vice versa Um, so those are the kind of things we're we're looking for Um, and then you know everything's safety but like I said typically in a new home um it's signed off by the city, uh, you know, the building official every step of the way. But there are things that do get missed.
0: All right, And it is always good to have that extra set of eyes on there because it, it is the builder will address it. They're not going to tell you it's you're taking the home as is. They're going to address the issue if there is yes. one. So and, it's good to have it.
1: That is a positive with 99 percent of builders. They, they will fix and, and take care of everything that's noted. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I was a, I worked for a builder for many years, a warranty manager, assistant, then a superintendent. Um, So doing walkthroughs and all that is kind of like secondhand to me, and I I actually enjoy it. I really enjoy doing new home inspections. Um, And then like I also offer a uh, one-year warranty inspection, uh, builder uh, inspection. So typically it's 11-month time before your one-year warranty expires to the builder. 90% of builders offer one-year warranty. Um, so once you get in the house and you realize, you know, the flooring, there's an issue with the flooring, the tile, there's, there's a cracked tile or a door doesn't work, or there's a major issue, a leaky pipe a nail in a, and a nail or a screw in a pipe in the wall on the drain side, which typically doesn't show its face till about a year or so. Then you start noticing moisture, um, So uh, a one-year inspection, I always recommend if you don't want to have a a new home inspection, at least do a one-year warranty inspection Okay. um, because that will help you address all the things before the builder kind of says, you know what, we're past our one year you had your chance and now you got to, you know, go through a home warranty or however you want to handle it. So,
0: right. Yeah. Cause most builders do offer that like bumper to bumper for one year, mm-hmm. you know, everything's covered. So that's a great thing. I never really thought about doing that. So that's a great service to have for the buyers to have an inspector come through to make sure everything's still holding up. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> when it comes to, Um, inspections are there like add-ons that you have like uh, moisture testing and things like that
1: Um, always have uh, you know uh, 90 plus percent of inspectors always have an add-on for a pool and pool and or spa inspection Um, I offer that obviously Um, I also offer a mainline sewer scope inspection okay so I have a camera and I'll run it through the uh, main drain line going out to the sewer to the street uh, to hopefully, you know, hopefully we don't find anything um, clogs. Uh, you know, typically on older houses, it could be uh, roots from a tree that mm-hmm. have, uh, you know, cracked, cracked the, the pipe, um, or uh, maybe there's debris in the line from someone flushed something down or from production, whatever the case may be. So we, you know, I offer that as a service, um, and I offer also offer under the uh, mainline sewer scope a, uh, a septic uh, inspection too for houses that are on septic.
0: Okay. What if um, a buyer has a home inspection, just regular, they didn't put any add-ons, right? And something during the inspection would alert you that they maybe need to have that checked out. Is that something that you would recommend to add on afterwards?
1: Yeah. I mean, if, if I notice something, um, you know, I will recommend a further evaluation okay. or if they want, I can address it. Sometimes I'll even just, you know, inspect it for them and, and let them know my recommendations on it. Um, you know, anytime I notice anything, I'm always going to recommend a, a qualified professional, a professional contractor, wherever the case may be, um, even if maybe it's not in the scope. Right. Um, always, you know, and, and again, it's it's mainly for a structural defect, uh, moisture intrusion, or a, a safety issue, you know what I mean?
0: Right, because that is one thing that I see sometimes buyers are like, oh no, I just want to have the home inspection, I do want to do all these add-ons, because I don't know if it's even important to add them all on, but during the home inspection, you could go in there and see like, oh, the drains are all clogged or something like yep. that, that could lead to a bigger issue, they need to look further in that, so that's something you would advise.
1: Yeah, if, if like, say I'm running the, the 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 water um, flushing the toilets or uh, running the water in the tubs and the showers and I can something it's not draining properly right Right. and if it's if it's just one like say the tub and the master is not draining properly more likely it's just a clogged drain uh, drain stop right there in the master but if it's all the the bathrooms all the uh, fixtures then there could be a potential issue with the main line I would recommend them having it um, you know video scoped um, if they don't want me to do it, that's fine, but I'm still going to recommend uh, you know, uh, another company or a plumber. Somebody should uh, further evaluate that. Yeah. Um, and if I'm there and they want me to do it, I'll do it for them. You know what I mean?
0: I think it would make perfect sense to have the home inspector do it because I, what I've found personally is a lot of times you'll call a plumbing company to do it, but they, they're, they're trying, they're in sales regardless. You yeah. know? So I have seen, um, and it's sad, it's unfortunate, but you know, I have seen some plumbing companies come in and, and say, oh yeah, everything needs to be replaced, but then you get a second opinion and it's fine. Mm-hmm. So I having a home inspector do it, you're non-biased, you you know, you're not yep. trying to upsell them. You're not trying. So that would make perfect sense to me. And it's great that that you offer that service. Mm-hmm. Um, what all are the typical things that you inspect during a home inspection? What I, I mean, I know you inspect everything, but what are the major big things that? um that the the buyers can guarantee that you're going to be checking out or looking at and, and things that you do during a home inspection
1: um basically all major components um i start my inspections at the street uh basically where the water meter's is at okay. um, look at the water meter take a video see if we have any indication of water draw which will indicate some kind of leak underground or supply line leak in the walls um from there and i just move on up to the house uh, check the electrical panel gas uh, the gas meter the gas shutoff uh, work work around basically you know we check everything <laughs> um, but uh, all the major components uh, electrical plumbing HVAC system uh, the structural integrity the uh, you know the trusses in the attic um, the roof uh, the roof coverings um, one thing that we see quite often here in the valley is uh, cracked and slipped uh, out of place roof tiles yeah and it's kind of normal it's it's the nature of the beast concrete roof tiles crack that's what they do Um, people are blown away when I say hey sometimes even pigeons can can wreak havoc on your uh, concrete tile roofs Um, but if that's not addressed that could lead to a moisture intrusion even though it really doesn't rain here in the valley too often (laughs) but when it does (laughs) it it yeah (laughs) I always make a joke I always say like uh, you know it hasn't rained in like 32 years right but when it does rain it comes down and um, it can lead to a major issue so um, basically, you know, I check the whole exterior of the house, um, wall coverings, uh, the exterior windows, the doors, the garage, uh, work my way in, do all the interior, the attic, uh, insulation, uh, the, the, the trusses, uh, bathrooms, kitchen, every every component of the house, you know, run all the appliances, make sure everything's working properly as it should um, by the uh, normal operations of the units.
0: Okay. And back to roof tiles. Um, I, I do. I see... Every, I want to say every home inspection. I don't think I've ever seen a home inspection that said there's not at least one cracked tile. Right? They're always cracked. They're always out of place. And some buyers will be like, "Oh no, that means we need a whole new roof." No, that's. I mean, it's very. It's a very simple fix. Yes. A very simple maintenance fix that can be done. That can you know address that issue. It doesn't necessarily mean the roof's bad. There are times that it, it yeah. does mean the roof is bad, <laughs> but more th- more often than not, it's just something that's a simple maintenance fix.
1: Yeah, you, you're correct, and, and it goes kind of back to the joke about it hardly ever raining here. Um, that's the positive of uh, being in the, you know the desert, right? And kind of a drought. Yeah. Um, Cracked roof tiles uh, are basically just the coverings of the roof, or, or roof tiles are the coverings of the roof. So a cracked or a slipped roof tile now is exposing the roof felt paper, which is the water barrier of your roof system, right? Mm-hmm. So if that gets exposed to the uh, sunlight, eventually, you know, it can start peeling and, and deteriorating. And then when it rains, now you can have a potential of water intrusion into the uh, into the house.
0: Right, because um, the sun so, destroys everything.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it, it isn't a it's a major defect, obviously, because it could lead to a a costly uh, repair. Does it need to be re-roofed? No, not by any means, unless it's basically you know, ten fifteen plus uh, broken tiles everywhere. Then you know we you might be past the life expectancy of the tiles. Um, but uh, the average home, uh, I do find you know uh, half a dozen cracked tiles, and it is a pretty easy fix. Uh, there's a handful of roofing companies out here in the Valley that don't charge that much to get up there and repair them. I'm yeah. always going to recommend a roofing contractor to do the repairs never anyone else because you want a licensed, uh, and certified, uh, uh, contractor to do your repairs, but Plus on your a, roof,
0: you, yeah. If someone falls off your roof, insured
1: is a pretty nice, pretty nice <laughs> thing. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it is a normal, it is a normal, uh, call out. Um, so, you know, and I'll inspect basically every roof that I can, um, unless it is unsafe, which would be, you know, uh, the the pitch is too extreme or if it's a, it's a really windy day and it's just not safe to get up there. But nine times out of 10, I'll be up on your roof inspecting um, to give you somewhat the bird's eye view uh, and let you know what you're looking at.
0: Okay, awesome. And the... AC units huge here, right? Because if you're living in Vegas and your AC doesn't work, you, wow, yeah, I, right. I just can't imagine how miserable that would be. Because we get it gets really hot here. Um, AC units. What do you do to inspect an AC unit?
1: So first thing, all when I'm walking around the exterior, I'll look at the condensing unit on the outside. Make sure it's level. Make sure the large refrigerant line is uh, insulated. Make sure the disconnect is. Uh, uh, there and, and installed properly uh, per code and it's within sight. Um, get inside I'll run the run the units um, I want a temperature uh, difference uh, temperature drop uh, from the air return to the registers about 15 to 25 so anywhere in that area so typically the average one that's running great gives you about a 20 degree temperature drop right okay. when I'm in the attic I'll uh, if it's a split system unit when I'm in the attic, I'll uh, look at the forced air unit slash furnace, the split system unit. That's how they work, and we'll look at the heating elements in there and make sure, just make sure the car, the refrigerant lines are uh, insulated because that could lead to moisture intrusion. Condensation can build up on the refrigerant lines in the attic, um, and then if it if the temperature is favorable both ways, we can run the heat and the cooling. If it is a gas burning uh, furnace. If it's a heat pump, um, typically in the summer you don't want to run the heat and then vice versa in the winter you don't want to run the cold. If it's a heat pump, if it is a uh, a, a standard uh, uh, central air system, uh, split system, you can basically run both of them during the during the uh, any really any time of the season. Um, But yeah, we want to see a good temperature drop and then heat we just want to the heater needs to produce. Uh, at least uh, 80 plus degrees. Um, That's kind of the standard uh, call out for for the industry. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, and then uh, I don't tear up the units and and tear into (laughs) them because that's not part of the scope of the inspection, but we do uh, run them by the thermostats and make sure everything's running properly as it should.
0: Okay, great, yeah, and that is so important. Um, When you talk, when you look at basically a home inspection and and all the home inspections you've done, what are the big issues that you have seen that are probably most concerning? I'm sure ACs are probably in that list of like big issues that buyers really need to be alerted that this is a serious, you know, potential issue. But what else do you run across that is probably a common big issue that you see?
1: Um, well, yeah, HVAC for sure, because um, it's, a, it's a big ticket item, right? It's, it's pretty costly. Um, the structural integrity of, of the house itself, um, obviously is is probably uh, the biggest concern. Um, you, you don't want something that's gonna fall over, right? Right um, But the uh, the you know up in the attic, the trusses and the uh, the web bracings and stuff, um, you want them you know not to be broken or missing, which do come across that. Yeah. Um, The electrical system, obviously, we want everything to be wired correctly and the panel not to be messed with. Um,
0: That could cause a fire.
1: Safety, right? Um, uh, Ground fault circuit interrupters in all the wet areas, um, plumbing issues. Um, One thing that we do uh, find quite often is um, maybe a lot of corrosion built on the angle stops uh, underneath the sinks. The angle stops is your shut off valves. Um, which basically tells us that it was leaking and it kind of corroded itself shut. And if it's not uh, addressed or replaced and it's not that expensive to replace an angle stop, um, it can maybe start leaking again. Now lead to moisture in the cabinets and a more costly um, uh, repair, uh, Mm -hmm. more damage down the line. Um, But like uh, some of the major or some of the just the the normal call outs would be a leaky drain or um, uh, corrosion underneath, or doors not working, windows not working uh, properly as they should. Um, electrical calls, obviously, you know, ground fault circuit interrupters in the wet areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe um, uh, you know, uh, non-ground, you know, uh, noted like an older house where it was two-prong, now it's three-prong, and so the house is the outlets aren't even grounded. Okay. Um, what
0: does that? What does that mean? I, I I have on older houses, we see that the outlets aren't grounded, so. Um, you know, they're two prong outlets, not three prong. What, what could that cause? Is
1: it, it-, it can cause electrical shock. Um, it, it's a safety issue. Um, back in the day, houses were built without ground. It wasn't grounded. Um, but you know, nowadays everything's grounded to a a U for ground, a ground rod going to the ground. So all circuits lead to ground instead of running through you, it's going to follow the path of least resistance. So it goes to the ground. Um, and a lot of times when people remodel and they put in new outlets, well, there's no ground wire there. So they just put in a three prong and and it's, (laughs) it's just not grounded. So it's going to be a call out. It's, it's, it's an unsafe condition. Um, typically you're pretty much you know, I have to recommend it for, uh, you know, electrician to, to repair or, you know, to further evaluate it for you. Um, but the house has been there for, what, 60 plus years like that. And it's probably okay. But the potential of uh, of uh, injury, uh, you know, happening because of it is there. So, of course, it is a safety issue that we're going to call out every time.
0: Is that a costly repair of having that ground put in?
1: Yeah. Um, it could be depending, okay. um, again, it's safety. So the last thing you want to do is, is play games with, uh, yeah. safety in your life. Right. So
0: absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> makes, makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, electrical water, um, AC, I mean, those are basically your, your three, uh, three major, your things major components that, yeah. that you're looking at, um, that you want to have. I mean, of course, water, um, even a small drip, that goes on for a long period of time. You know that that damages the drywall can turn into a huge potential issue. Yes, ma'am. Um, you know, so that's uh, definitely we don't want to see any water leaks. We don't want to see any uh, electrical issues, or and those AC should certainly be working. Now, a lot of times because of the market that we're in, buyers are buying homes as is. They're not asking the seller for repairs. Of course, they have their due diligence period. So they have that period to have the home inspection, to review over the home inspection, to make sure there's no deal breakers and they still are okay with purchasing it as is. Because you walk in a house, it's beautiful, right? And you know, we were talking earlier about flips. You know, sometimes you see this flip, it's beautiful, but all they did is make it look pretty, but they never fixed anything underneath. Common, we see that a lot. You know, yeah. it's it's you know sometimes you have to look past the shiny objects and look at what you're really dealing with there, or look at a picture of the home a year ago, you know, and see mm-hmm. see what what's underneath that because it will start to come through. Um, during all that, the uh, when when you're you know when buyers are purchasing a home, they walk through, they say, yeah, I'll take it as is, but they don't under, they don't see the underlying issues why the home inspection is so important of course is to uncover those underlying issues that may be there and if they decide to move forward with it as is or maybe even they negotiate you know the big repairs like the ac or something like that does what should they do after the purchase on the items that they didn't ask the seller to repair
1: um so i always uh make light of uh, you know when i'm going over the inspection with with my buyers or the clients um, now you got a honey to-do list, right? You got mm-hmm. your your checklist once you move in. Um, I always say you know it's better to uh, uh, be proactive than reactive. Mm-hmm. So you now you got this honey uh, to-do list. Um, go through and and you know a lot of it uh, I'll recommend either handyman or do it yourself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you have that go-to list of uh, stuff that needs to be repaired. Um, you know, like that that would fall under maybe ceiling around uh, tubs and showers, or, yeah. you know, maybe even a, a leaky shower head that just needs to be re-teflon taped and put back on, adjust this door so it closes properly, um, you know, stuff like that, but, you know, a home inspection, third-party, uh, home inspection that, you know, gives you that list of, um, of repairs that could potentially lead to a more costly uh, issue down the line, if, but if you take care of them now, um you, you save yourself you know right. and and you save the aggra- aggravation uh, later down the line um so it makes uh, buying a home and home ownership more enjoyable yeah you know
0: yeah and and i see that on home inspection reports sometimes we'll have and i mean you you're good at your job you give us a full report little items you know but sometimes you'll have this long you know list of items that really could be handled in a weekend you know oh, yeah. a weekend project And it doesn't mean that the house is broken, it's unusable, it's not, you know, you're going to have those items. But yes, addressing them can make sure that you're not going to have future problems down the line with it. And just because you're not asking the seller to fix all those items that are on the home inspection report doesn't mean that you shouldn't keep that report and go back to it and make sure that all of those things are addressed, you know, down the line.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're you're 100% correct on that. Um, sometimes my reports are very thorough and very detailed, a lot of pictures, um, and sometimes it might be overwhelming, especially for a first time home buyer, but that's why I like to have the buyers and the clients there with me during the inspection. If they're not there from the start, at least at the end, and we can go over everything and I'll walk them through and, and point out certain things, easy fixes, maybe recommend, you know, maybe a a professional for this one. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a go-to list and it's, um, it helps uh, ease the uh, worry uh, when you're when you're purchasing a home, especially for uh, first-time home homebuyers. Um, but even if you're, you know, this is your third or fourth house, it's still nice to have, um, uh, you know, an extra set of eyes and 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 a, and a go-to list, a honey to-do list, right?
0: Right, and that's such a great point about having the buyers come to the home inspection. You know, even if you're coming, like you know, as you're wrapping up, so they could go through the items because there's so many times. Resale homes don't come with instruction manuals. I mean, every once in a while, you'll get that awesome seller that just has every document from everything. But usually, no, you get in and you're like, how does this all work? What happens here? You know, what what does this light go to? If you don't go to the home inspection, yes, you're going to have the report, but it's so much There's so much more value to being there, to being able to walk through with you, to see like, you know, oh, I seen this switch here should operate that, but it actually operates this over here. You know, things like that, just little things, little items that you uh, learn about the house as you're inspecting it that you can share with the buyers to make them be able to know their home better.
1: Yeah, it makes it it easier for everybody in, in the transaction. Um, especially for the buyers, though, because now when they get the report, they, they remember, oh, that's what. Okay, I remember that now. And then they have they have it documented, and and they understand. You know, yeah. it, it it works out better when the clients are there. Yeah. Personally, I enjoy I enjoy going through the inspection with
0: the with the buyers. Yeah, no, that I think it's great too. And even when when I purchased my home, um, I had in my air register returns, there's no filters. Um, and well, it, you know, it looks like, oh no, there's no filters. I need to put filters there, but actually with my system, not supposed to have them because there's like these big, like monster filters in the attic. So, Mm -hmm. um, the filters could actually make that not work right or whatever. Restrict the
1: airflow. Yeah.
0: There's a whole, there's a whole thing to it. I wouldn't have known that had I not been there. Um, you know, I would have just probably overlooked that part on the report and threw some filters in there cause that's where I thought that they belong. So, um, also good thing that, uh, you know, you, um, the buyers go there, they can find out some things about the home that they should know. Yep. Yeah. Yes, and ma'am. things that you don't know were there. I never knew that was in the attic. And how would I have known?
1: Yeah. A lot of <laughs> systems are being installed. Like, I call it like a trap door filter system. That's right there at the, uh, forced air unit. And so, yeah, I mean, you see the return. There's no filter there. You're like, oh, I need to put a filter in there. Yeah. But all you're doing now, you're double filtering it. You're restricting the airflow. And now your unit's running twice as hard, trying to get the air circulating through the house. And now you're going to probably be looking at repairs a lot sooner. To your HVAC <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: And so, yeah, that, that's things that, yeah, if you weren't there or if you didn't have a home inspection, you wouldn't know. Yeah. Very important to know because the seller never mentioned anything like that. And that's normal. Like sellers a lot of times just do not give you details or instructions or aren't thorough, or maybe they didn't know. There was a home that I had about uh, a year or two ago, a seller, we were on the buyer side and of course, you know, uncovered during the home inspection, um, that seller did not know that the home, he lived there for eight years and did not know that it was septic. It wasn't on public sewer. It was one of the only homes left in the neighborhood that wasn't on public sewer because everybody else tied in. Mm -hmm. But how do you live there for eight years and you never realized that? I mean, he just thought that he wasn't getting a bill and he got lucky. I don't know what he thought, but that's... Wow, like you know, he obviously never had a home inspection when he purchased, or maybe he did. I don't know, but that's he might have, and just never,
1: you know. Maybe the inspector didn't even call that out because maybe he didn't know, right? Yeah, Because you, you,
0: yeah. How would the inspector know if if
1: he's the only house in the neighborhood, and you see the sewer, Mm -hmm. um, like the manholes in the street, and say the listing agent just put city uh, sewer, um, unless um, the inspector is really uh you know thorough and trained on on what to look for when it comes to a septic system no one would ever even know and then yeah i mean a lot of times the sewer and the trash bill are tied together so it's it's like you know it's one of those things that get overlooked but yeah um It it does happen. Yeah.
0: Most (laughs) sellers,
1: most sellers are honest though, and they just sometimes just don't know. They literally don't know what's going on.
0: I literally think he didn't know. I mean, I I just can't imagine someone would have a septic system for eight years and never, you know, maintain it. But of course that became an issue for the buyer. We ended up not moving forward because nobody wants my house that had a septic system that's never been maintained at all. So... Um, yeah, well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so um, essentially, home inspections are important. And if you are getting ready to sell your home and you want to have that pre-listing home inspection, or you are purchasing a home, you want to have a home inspection, even if it's new um, new construction, or if you've been living in a, a home for a while, or you have that one-year warranty coming up, you want to get that inspection before that warranty um, you know, on your new build is due. How do they contact you, Josh?
1: Um, you can call the office number. That is uh 702-912-7681. Or you can go to www.triplesinspections.com to the website and um, you can schedule an inspection online. You can go through the website. Uh, you know, there's a bunch of, uh, interactive tools on there. We do provide a mobile friendly web-based report, um, with uh, high resolution photos. Um, and then we also, uh, have a, uh, repair request builder for agents to make your job a little bit easier.
0: Oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah.
1: It's, it's, <laughs> it's pretty cool. I've heard nothing yeah. but positive feedback from a lot of, uh, realtors about it. Um, yeah. but yeah, you can call the office. You can, uh, email me. It's, uh, Jay Levitt at triple S inspections.com or go to the website and, um, look forward to hearing from you.
0: Okay, great. Yes, please reach out to Josh if you have any questions, concerns, or you even just want to talk to him a little bit about it before getting scheduled. You know, you have um, want to know different, more information about services that we may not have mentioned. I'm sure Josh takes phone calls, and you can always call the office and speak with his lovely wife. <laughs> so, very nice, uh, very nice. Yes, um, and if uh, you guys are watching our show and following this series, next week we're going to be talking about That three-letter word that most people hate, but it's out there, so we're going to be talking about HOAs. What is it like to live in an HOA? Pros and cons of HOAs, because there are benefits of them, and we're just going to be going and discussing that uh, with a realtor guest on our show next week, and we look forward to seeing you guys again. Thank you for watching us, and thanks for joining Realty Check with Trish Williams.